from ice and bone, the wind carries on. The sands of time, the sun hath shone. For lush green leaves make shade at last. Till darkness comes to claim their past. the dm now oh my god <laughs> i think that's how it works yeah you're in charge now all right well <clears throat> welcome welcome faithful listeners to another episode of uh tales of bone and ice a dnd p- podcast <laughs> where we five a dnd 5e podcast where we <laughs> play in a mythical once frozen world that is now turned to slush and water um Today with me is me, I'm Marilyn, and I play Maris Terraset, the dragonborn paladin. Um, and then to my right is... Uh, no, you're to my right, Brian. Oh yeah, no, that's right. Brian, introduce yourself. Oh, I am Brian Sherwood, I am the DM. I play everyone who is not uh, made up of flesh and bone in the real world. <laughs> I'm made out of gelatin. Oh, that sounds like a you problem. It's not a problem. It's actually pretty great. I bet, actually. No, I, actually, I, I would be into that, too, actually. And then to Brian's up. Oh, it's also my up. Hello. Uh, I am playing two, the changeling bard, uh, who has, you know, separation issues in that they don't like not being able to be separated uh, when asked to be put down, and who also is having a consecutive couple of bad days mental health wise (laughs) and uh who is just generally trying to figure out what to do now that they're surrounded on this ship full of villagers uh who seem to respond best to intimidation (laughs) so that's pretty rocking yep and then to my stage right is hi i'm grim hilda and i think i had the best day out of anybody (laughs) Easily, because today I went to work, I did barely any work, and then I did a coloring page for our workplace coloring page contest. It was pretty fucking dope. It was a pumpkin man, and there were ghosts. 10 out of 10 day, I'm happy to be here. And I play Sukunkana, a Calistar druid, who is having a bad day today, because her mom is probably dead, her sister's dying, a bunch of her friends and family died and now she's on this boat, and she's talking to a skeleton she doesn't like. So- <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's her day. <laughs> Wait, no. Didn't you like the skeleton? I thought you liked Alex. I thought you just I liked- like Alexander, but now he's been merged with Cor- 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 Coriander. Claymore? 
Claymore. It's, it's not hard to remember his name, and you have done it multiple times. Well, I didn't today. Oh, what if, what if my pills are dead? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I spent all of my ADHD medication on coloring, because I colored for four hours today. Oh my fucking God. I had to do advanced stats for five hours today. <laughs> All right, everybody, give me your recap rolls. Yeah, what the fuck happened last time? All right. Where's my ship? Where you got a 20 on you. Oh, they're here. They're at the right spot this time. Here, Patreon, you like this? I got a 19. <laughs> yeah, nobody like just, that. You like that? Actually, yeah. The metal Chad versus the plastic virgin. These are resin. Thank you very much. I got These are artisanal. Oh, right. Uh, Patreon can't see this, but look at where I put my favorite D20 inside of this ceramic Kirby that I bought at an artistician market. Nice. He just has it in his mouth. I love that. It's pretty great. And I got this cool dragon egg. And I have a medicine bottle for pills that I use to put my dice in. Because <laughs> she's what? Crafty. Yeah. I got 11. Oh, fuck. I got an eight. The curse continues. All right. Notebook time. So... Session 30, what I named a whale of a time. So what happened was the castle went to the water and the water was super choppy. There was a bone beast, a.k.a. a whole ass whale next to the ship. And Big Sister was passed out to hi- due to hypothermia. And then Sukun Khan was like, oh, I'll heal you. But then she got burned, even though the bitch has hypothermia, which feels counterintuitive or count whatever. <laughs> and then... We were like, oh, we got to go to the ship. And then it was like, whale time. Just kidding. She's a fucking shark. And then I dropped my bone sword. And then Quest, aka Kander, went down to get it. And then it started to glow. There, and then, oh, right. And then I grabbed Quest. And then I saw a world where there are, like, our mushrooms and flowers and stuff. Like, Quest world, I assume. We get to the ship. I don't see Gorum do. And there's nobody I give a shit about. I literally, I wrote that down. I don't see Gorum do. Nobody I give a shit about. <laughs> Uh, Sook went to talk to the whale and he's like, I'm the bone garden. I help friends. And then she gets on ship. Um, my lizard didn't make it. Fuck this game. This shit's stupid. I hate this game and I don't want to play ever again. And it's dumb and stupid and I hate it. Quest's body resets and they wake up and they punch me in the face and I intimidate people to like not hurt Quest. And then Howard hugs me. And then a toothed beast came in and told Gorum Do that she could. So this is what had happened. This is what had happened before. A toothed beast came in and told Gorum Dew that she could fix the mistakes she made. And Gorum Dew was like, for sure, Aziz. And then she called herself the god of redemption and then had a ton of eyes. That's what that word says. Had a ton of <laughs> eyes and mouths, different, translucent, maha. And then Frederick, the stable master, was crying because um, he couldn't say Flint. Fuck him. He tried his best, but like, ugh. He saved Alexander and Canmore. Um who is a bag of bones over Flint will not forget, will not forgive, but maybe someday will hurt Howard Dugan, friend and soldier, whatever, who cares? We love Howard. That's literally what I wrote. We love Howard. Um, Sook uses reach beyond on Claymore. And then she hears two voices. Um, one from the forehead, two voices cone from forehead says, Finally, I can talk to you. And the other says, hello there, it's my boy. Or something. And that was where we left off. I don't know what any of that means. Which one was Maha? Maha was the bitch-ass bitch, right? Yeah. Though he shoved off the beanstalk? Yeah, she's so, the, wait. she was the, the lady in my shoved head. Shoved is not the right word. Watched fumble. You're right. Sorry, so is Gorum Dude now Maha? No. Don't worry about it. 
I don't know how to read my own writing and I don't know what's happening. Okay. It's not for me to know. And it's not for me to know. <laughs> These notes are for you to like look back at one day once like this campaign is done and you're just like, yeah. What yeah. What was I talking about? <laughs> yeah. I do that like week to week. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Open ineffectively the same scene that we left. Sukunkana speaking with Alexander and Claymore. The two voices are, of course, you're getting a bit of both here and there, but you can individually try to connect to one of them. But what you're getting, Sukunkana, is a lot of. It's been so long, and I hope you're doing... Well, I think that it might be best if we sort of work our way... Well, it might be... Consider the possibilities. Back and forth, it's pretty hard to figure it out. So, Sukunkana, you hear these two voices. They they seem... Not, it's not battling for uh, dominance of this conduit to speak, but they seem to have trouble coordinating amongst each other. Uh, Sukunkana is going to... I feel like... I feel like... Maris is there and she just sees Sukun kind of like lift her fingers up to her temples and just like slowly massage her head and then she just knows that <laughs> Claymore is in there. Did it work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, give me a minute. And she she di- she dips back in and she says, uh, "Can you can you guys hear me in there?" Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you the same person? They, for the first time ever, they coordinate. Maybe. Okay. All right. Um, I need you guys to take. Just imagine that you have a body and that you're taking a deep breath. You hear nothing. <laughs> I, and we're gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In through your mouth. <laughs> out through your nose. I think it's just go in through your nose. I think it's yeah. just supposed to be opposite. Nope. No, not this time. Nope, not this time. Not not mm-hmm. until by land. Okay. Apparently. Not until you're bisexual? <laughs> oh, toe by. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Is that the trick? Have I just been breathing wrong? Yeah. Is that why I can't suck dick with my whole heart? Ah! Well, first you should try using your mouth. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Talk about clogged arteries. <laughs> <laughs> A heart got pregnant. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to evacuate. <laughs> oh, my God. Come yeah. cholesterol. Nope. Now, that's cholesterol. I'm the only person to be banned from the cardiologists. <laughs> she does some imaginary breathing exercises with Alex Claymore. Alex Moore. And uh, that sounds like a ship name. <laughs> and she says, I need you guys to think about a bird any kind of bird so of course uh claymore uh you just hear his voice sort of like softly be like eagle and alexander goes bird (laughs) (laughs) because he doesn't know anything you know what let's let's picture something else let's picture um Imagine, imagine you're holding a, a, a like a little piece of ice. Okay, I want you both to think about the piece of ice together. There's not really like I'm trying to think of like what would be the check that one. You know what? Actually, let's just use our reach beyond role to uh, sort of address things with people who are not necessarily on the same plane. 
Because like I want like there's not like a like a like persuasions not the right one, intimidations not the right one. So let's go with reach beyond. Okay. Ooh, I got eighteen plus seven, twenty-five. My goal here is try to synergize their minds, basically. Mm-hmm. Both of them manage to you 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 can you can get in there and, and visualize this as well because of your strong role. Uh, you are able to visualize what you're pretty sure is the exact same piece of ice, and the three of you have become very in tune. Aww. Okay, now. You can see the ice in your hands. Now, I want you to recognize that you share the same space and the same thoughts and the same mind. And I want you to use this exercise to synchronize your thoughts together so you can speak easier. Well, it's going to be difficult... But it's nice to have a semblance of a body again. Now, if ever you feel lost, you just imagine that ice in your hands, okay? You feel its coldness, how sharp it is. You, 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 start, you, can, you can start to sense Alexander wavering, because as far as his existence is concerned, he's never had skin <laughs> or nerve endings of any kind. But uh, Claymore manages to, like, Pull him in by sharing some sense memory a little bit. Oh, that's nice. Can we try something? Okay. Who oh, yeah? Can I put on the ring? On the skeleton? On the skeleton. Okay. Without saying anything, I just grab Maris's hand and I snatch the ring. <laughs> hey! I'm assuming she was wearing it. Always. Yeah, okay, I snatch it. <laughs> wordlessly i pick up one of the like fallen apart hand bones which i think is a hand bone and i put it on it on the little finger bone as you do so you can feel like you you see the bones start to like creak and creak and rattle together and start to form into uh the shape of the familiar alexander body that you knew the armor just puts itself back on and the body stands up, and you hear from Alexander's toothy mouth, Oh, hello! Oh! Oh! So he kind of stands up, does a stretch, and be like, That's my miracle work for the day. I got stuff to do. And she walks away. Oh. <laughs> Mostly because she doesn't want to talk to Claymore. But where are you going? Come on! I got, I got things to do! There's a situation! Okay, well, he's in here now. Alexander's in the ring. Yeah. Oh. So you muted Alexander and replaced <sighs> him with Claymore. Yeah, she she's like, talk to Maris about it, and goes to check on other people. Okay. <laughs> Maris, you, you hear Claymore's voice in the real, outside of a dream and outside of your mind, and you, you, you can see this. If the, the skeleton could have, he'd have grown a mustache, but instead you catch the vibe of Alexander's mm. signature mustache from the skeleton. So powerful. Yeah. And he runs over to you, just clickety-clackety-clickety-clackety-clickety-clackety yeah. bone noises. I am like Creed. I am w- arms wide open. 
terrible. He's got that big dad stash energy. Yes. Yeah. And the two of you collide in a hug. I feel like we're doing like like jumping, like oh my god, like holding and jumping and spinning, like like oh my god, we did it. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. There, he could not. He's elated. Could not be more excited about what's going on. Claymore, Claymore, we did it! Oh, oh mess! Oh mess! Ah. I wish I could cry. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, he gets sad for a second. He's like, "But I have my body back. Look at you! Yes, it's exciting." Oh. Uh, and then we can cut to uh, two, who is currently sort of wandering around, having the maddest dysmorphia ever because awful time quest quest right yes because marilyn reminded me that that's what quest was presenting their name as to everybody who's not uh a personification of their powers (sighs) why did the guy who's bad with names decide to make a character with 16 billion names you need like some sort of like random name generator (laughs) Even just like a random word generator. (laughs) Well, I did make them as bad at names as I am. And that was on purpose. It was. That was a deliberate decision on my part. The same way that I make all my characters morally questionable. Okay, so uh, what Quest is going to be doing is they're going to be... They're going to be clamping down on the changes. So they are still in their... It's been a while since we played. Um, their last their last shape was the kind of pretty orc, right? I believe so. Okay, so they are going to be keeping in that form, but sort of like very uncomfortable in it right now. They're very uncomfortable in everything, and they're sort of like absentmindedly kind of like picking at their clothes. As they are looking around, maybe in vain, for some place that is not crowded and where they can just get away from people, which is their goal. Lofty, I know, but it is their goal. Uh, I don't know if if Quest would be down, but if he if if they asked Sukunkana, she'd be like you know willing to help. She's in like problem solving mode right now and is actively scanning the crowd and looking for problems to solve. <laughs> All right, well, I have a two-tier difficulty check for a survival check that we can do. So one of them will result in him notice or them noticing Sukunkana and the and the higher one will result in them noticing a safe place to go hide. Sweet. All right. Well, let's do the pink dice, which has never betrayed me well before, but Oh, that's actually uh 18 plus wisdom, so total of 20, dirty 20. Oh, that's good. That is the higher DC. Yay! So uh, you notice that there's a door mm. that looks like it leads below deck. Not that you know what below deck means necessarily, but you as a human being in this earth on this world today do know what that means. Uh, I don't. Well, they recognize what a cellar is, so they're going to go for the floating <laughs> cellar door. Going in the boat cellar. Yeah. Logistically, it must go down because it can't go up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a door and it doesn't seem like it goes into an expansive room. So it's either a broom closet or a boat. And I mean, worst case scenario, they'll go back in the closet for a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say, like the way that you were describing like them walking around like uncomfortably, I was like, ah, like a like a closeted politician. <laughs> okay, so they are going to see this door and they are going to try and go through it without... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to try and go through it. Okay. Uh, it opens up. There's no lock. There's no nothing. It's just 
opens up and uh it's dark your eyes like really have trouble adjusting but after a bit of time down there uh you realize that it's completely dark because there's no lanterns lit anywhere uh that's actually perfect (laughs) if i can't see myself i can't be upset about it yes (laughs) well (laughs) that's the trick yeah you'd think so but quest is going to go down the stairs they're going to feel their way down the stairs And what they're going to try and do is they're just going to try and find a barrel or a bench or something they can just like sit down on uh, in this perfect dark and just sort of breathing and trying to quell what is uh, very close to a full-blown panic attack to just a mildly winded panic attack, something a little bit more manageable. I think that'll call that an investigation check at disadvantage because very because blind. Oh, to find a seat. Yeah, yeah, to find to find something to sit on. Okay, I thought you meant for like the quieting the panic attack. I'm like, okay, investigation for introspection maybe, but disadvantage? No. Oh, come on. Well, that wasn't. Okay, the first one was a nat twenty. That's sad. Cool. Okay, and then um, uh, sixteen, I believe. Oh. Uh, you managed to find. Something short and round. You're probably sure it's a stool of some kind. Um, it has like a bit of an indent on it. So like maybe it's like, you know, some kind of weird seat or something like that. Um, the intent to try to calm oneself down, I'm going to say you're probably experiencing a lot of like physical and like sensory sort of agony. So we could go with a constitution saving throw. Because as much as like a, a calming yourself down from a panic attack is a mental thing, there's also like a very physical aspect of it. This pink dice is treating me suspiciously well. Um, that's, it's about to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'll take it this time. So that is another dirty 20, 19 plus 1. Wow. All right. Okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, you were able to bring yourself down with some uh, tools that you've learned in your in your time from experiencing this sort of, you know, emotional and body almost horror. Okay, okay, Quest, listen, listen, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, okay. There's a bunch of people, they're suspicious of us, they're pissed at us, and we punched one of their friends. This isn't the best place we've ever been in, but we would be lying to ourselves if we said that this was entirely unfamiliar sort of territory. So what you're going to do is you're going to put your big person pants on, You're not going to freak them out by changing into a million different forms while you're having a fucking panic attack. You're going to bury all this down for just like five minutes. Deal with it. Get through. All right. And that's all we need to do. We just need to get through this. We just need to act normal. We just need to pretend that we're normal for like a couple of hours. Max. And then that's it. Gods know that there's going to be some weird, like we're going to be flying out of here on like a bird made of skin or some sort of fish made of like jade uh, within the next six hours, knowing these freaks that we've gotten ourselves involved in. So that's all you got to do. That's all you've got to do. Oh, you make it sound so easy. I hate you. Who the fuck are you? I, what do you, hey, I don't even, look, I'm just trying to get away from all the stuff going on upstairs, okay? Okay, where, where is this person? 
uh, you can hear them off to your left. They sound like they're much lower than you as far as altitude goes. They probably didn't find a seat. <laughs> they might be laying down. Okay. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I believe prestidigitation allows me to do an amount of light like a candle or something, right? Yeah, if you can find one. And then it, if, if that's what you're thinking, it hits you like this just then. You're sitting on top of some, not, not a stool, but like some sort of weird small, like f- maybe fire pit or like brassiere of some kind. How convenient. That's what the small indent was. I, hey, I planned this out. The small indent was intentional. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I get up, I cast Prestidigitation, and I use it to light uh, the brassiere, which I assume falls within a candle torch or small campfire. Fuck yeah. Whoosh. Uh, there's someone laying on the ground on their back. They have one eye that seems to be missing, scratched out in some way. They have wolf-like features, uh, something that you're sort of familiar with in the, um, the belt. You've seen a few animals here and there. She's wearing a green cape and brown leather armor, uh, and she has a bow that seems to be not strung right, not working for some reason. Um, and she has a, a, a faint glow of sort of a like an orangey, yellowy, f- maybe fire coming off her chest of some sort. And she says, yeah, sorry, I, um, I couldn't think of anything else to do. So I'm down here, too. <sighs> okay, sorry. I... How the hell did you get here? Where? Uh, sorry. You go for Oh, it. me? Okay. Um, my name is Fang. Um, yeah, I fucking thought it might be. I'm not really supposed to be here, but things are rapidly different. So, um, I'm just going to sit here and figure out whether or not I'm going to talk to my friends or not about what happened. But it's a lot. Um, yeah, that's understandable. The whole place used to be ice like a few minutes ago, right? Yeah, yeah. This is, I. <sighs> I'm Quest, by the way. Okay, Quest. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm just having... We're all having a bad day. Yeah, I... Everything... Everything really went downhill. Well, when I met these two, actually. The... My friends. The three of them. Was one of them a girl with white hair, and then another one of them was, like, a dragonborn? And then the third was... I don't know. He killed... He, he killed someone, I think. I don't know anything about him. My understanding is that he probably killed lots of people. Um, but yes, that does that sounds like them. Wait, how do you know that? That's a really that's a really good guess. Well, let's just say that I'm a little bit suspicious when someone says everything is fine and then I met these people and started going downhill. Also, you kind of look like the kind of person who gets involved in the same sort of shenanigans. With the whole fire and the scar eye, you have like big adventurer vibes. Get, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. Well, it's the fucking, it's the fucking bird. You know, that fucking piece of shit, asshole bastard. Sky King? No. What? (laughs) He's a fucking, he's like a fucking little, he, he wears bandages and shit and he's, he talks like he's the fucking toughest shit in the known fucking planet. And like, he kind of is, but like, fuck that guy. You know? Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah. He right. He's the fuck that guy vibe, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got that like. No, no. I know who you're talking about. Um, 
I'm having a really bad time with names right now. Chop Chop. Chop Chop. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that whole, oh, I'm so special and interesting vibe. I wish that he wasn't, though, you know? In spite of the fact that he's a dick, I wish that he wasn't special or interesting. I mean, he's he actually kind of seemed like a boring narcissist who's way too, uh, like, I'm so quirky and random, but, like, you know, evil about it, which makes him feel like he's, you know, kind of more mature, but it's actually just sort of like a really kind of tired, predictable sort of personality that you get when, like, people don't really tell you no a lot, and so you just kind of keep going forward, and no one ever really pushes back on you. So he's basically just, like, a spoiled girl, a spoiled pretty girl, but instead of having big tits, uh, he's just got, like, a lot of power. So I don't know if that makes him special. Fang like sits up and she's like, like the head, like the head, like, <laughs> like her mind is blown. Uh, uh, movement with her hands, like, holy shit, you're right. Don't tell him I said that though, because I don't want to die. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, fuck, such an asshole. Then we cut upstairs to Sukunkana. Right. Uh, does everybody look like scared and confused and they're just kind of milling around? Everybody looks scared and confused. Um, some people are trying to figure out how this contraption works, though. Okay. Uh, do I know what a boat is? <laughs> yes. Uh, you have a... I do you know what a boat is? I'm becoming a captain. Um... Hi, I'm Sailor Dude Sukunkana. <laughs> Sailor Dude Sukunkana. <laughs> Within your heart and within your mind, you catch a significant strength, and you are brought back to a dream that you previously had forgotten uh, about a young boy with white hair standing next to the uh, the helm of a ship that was this ship in one of your dreams. He tells you, this has always been what the plan was to bring this ruin back to its former glory, and we were going to use it to bring these people somewhere safe where they will have a much higher chance of survival. The world was never supposed to stay frozen like this. It's nice to really formally talk to you, by the way. I have a lot on my mind right now. Yeah, we can tell this later. I understand. What's your name? Do you need a Tanaha name? I... I had, oh shit, did I write it down somewhere? I sure hope I did. Can you tell me what it means? I could tell you. Yeah, um, it's an animal name. Do you remember what the animal was? <laughs> was it a bear? It was a bear. <laughs> That's an amazing guess. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I mean, it's it's honestly, like, as far as things go, it's a pretty basic guess. Like a black bear? Uh, yeah. A uh, noopku. I think you picked that one because it's easier to say. <laughs> I didn't actually. I didn't have the Tanaka. I just had the 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 animal in my mind. Okay, Noopku. Noopku. Hey. Maha was in here messing with me. Was Maha bad? Yes. There were a few different druids like yourself sent out the way that we did. You were supposed to know 
the entire time about me. Unfortunately, Maha somehow managed to tag along just like a few other druids of the Dark Circle decided to. What about Nakyu? I don't know. A lot of what we dealt with was more things like navigation, the triangulation of the stars, and a lot of more animal-based things. I haven't had a lot of luck with plants. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Nakyu's... We needed a lot of druids to be available to start repopulating a lot of the plants and stuff that we lost. But there's a dark side to that. Vegetarians. Naku's guide was from the Order of Spores. And they sort of exist on the verge of death and life, in a way. Which is why it's so hard on their bodies. But I hope she's okay. Me too. So anyway, here's how you work the ship. Okay. <laughs> I need to download all the information. Sukun Kana opens up her mouth and she's like, I know ship foo. <laughs> Where is Jade? <laughs> and her hot sister. Yeah, Milftown is, uh, Milftown's status is unknown at the moment. At the moment. Uh, so Grim, uh, you suddenly have a wealth of information about how this ship works. Okay, Sukun Kana puts her uh, her like fingers in her mouth and does a really loud whistle to get everybody's attention. Performance check. <laughs> Are you saying that I can't whistle? I'm saying that getting a lot of panicking and, and anxious people's attention is a lot of work. Well, I rolled a one plus two. <laughs> you disappear. You fade into the crowd. Harder. You bite your tongue. Okay, all right. I go find who I go find who was it that military guy? Not mil the guard. I go find Howard. I go up to Howard. I'm like, Howard, Howard, Howard. Yes, yes. Ha I need everybody's attention right now. <laughs> Yell out, everyone, attention, at arms, calm yourselves. Everybody, uh, even down below in the in the lower decks, you hear him because he is just that loud. The people on the whale freak out less. Me and Claymore stop jumping and we just stand there holding hands. Uh, so you can kind of, I don't know, find some kind of, like, I don't know, box to stand on because she's really small. You cannot find a box, so Howard is like... <laughs> uppies, here, uppies, here. thank and you. He, like, he literally lifts you up and, like, sits you on his shoulders. Okay. It's so easy. He's so strong and you're so light. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of waves at the crowd. Yeah, I guess Quest probably would be, like, listening at the door to see if they are, if they need to leave the galley. Okay. Uh, so Sukunkana is going to speak aloud, which is probably the first time that many of these people have actually heard Sukunkana speak, because they just assume she's a weird shut-in mute. Um, <laughs> and she clears her throat. She says, everyone, I need you all to understand that we have to get this boat moving and that I know how to move it. So I'm in charge. Uh, but... I want to note that people like Howard, she pats Howard's head. <laughs> Good Marshall. <laughs> uh, Howard is going to be in charge of making sure that you all follow rules that we need to establish together and that we are peaceful and we are kind and we are understanding of each other. I know we're all stressed out. I know we're all scared, but we need to hold it together until we can figure out what we're doing next. 
Much like the pill bugs from A Bug's Life, oh. uh, Greg and Dreg flip over and are standing on each other's shoulders like, hi! Hi, hi, Captain. <laughs> hi, Greg. Hi, Dreg. Ah, salute. And they salute you. Uh, she salutes back and she claps her hands and says, uh, I need everybody who is able-bodied to gather over here. Uh, she points in a direction over on the... Google ship type things. <laughs> would it be aft or would it be? I'm looking at I'm looking at boat stuff. I think the aft should have more room to stand on. Oh, that's right. Marilyn knows boat stuff. Uh, that is all that I know. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say the aft. Mm-hmm. I point. Yeah. <laughs> point in a boat direction. I need everyone who's able bodied to go stand over here. I need anyone who needs medical attention to uh, go over there. And she points to the other side. And uh, I need anyone who is a healer to attend to the wounded and to assist any of the elderly who need assistance with whatever they need right now. Just figure it out. Appoint somebody. I point at a healer that I recognize. Is there any healers? Yeah, there's a couple. I point at a healer and I'm like, I all healers group up, decide which one of you is in charge and then figure out the wounded. So everybody starts like, like there's like, small murmurings and stuff like that like you know what do we do? and howard is like everybody now <laughs> rushing feet everywhere quest is going to join the healer group she also says everybody be nice to my new friend oh all eyes turn on quest quest sukun <laughs> kana can probably see like as they're opening up the door you say that and they fight the urge to slam the door closed again <laughs> Yeah, Sukun Kana did not make it better. <laughs> no. Yeah, they they wave nervously. Uh, Sukun Kana, can I get a perception check at advantage, of course, because of your shield? Yeah. Let me grab another d20. Where the fuck? Here's one. You like this? I don't hate it. Okay, I got an 8 and a 19. So 19 plus 7. For but a flash... Behind Quest, as Quest walks out the door, you see that familiar missing eye of Fang before it dissolves into ash and disappears. I squint at the door. I pat Harold's head, and I'm like, down, please. Howard. Howard. <laughs> pat Harold yeah. Howard, and I'm like, down, please. Thank you. Just disrespectful on multiple levels. Uh, it's like, <laughs> done. <laughs> um, I walk over to the able-bodied group, and I give them like instructions on like what needs to be done first. Um, cause I feel like there's going to be a certain degree of setup before we get moving. Oh yeah. We should take note of rations as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She also like, you know, is like wants everyone to, you know, figure out how much food we have. Um, Sukun kind of is like, I'm going to go look down below the deck to see if there's any supplies down there. Uh, let's say that she also like wrote down instructions on a piece of paper, like really fast and like gave it to Howard and been like, here. Uh, I'll be back to supervise. <laughs> uh, okay, so you give Howard some instructions. Um, it's simple, but it's pretty complicated uh, because these people have never experienced anything like this. They've never had to do a task like I'll, this. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll hold everyone's hand. Uh, Just... Howard looks confident, though. Okay. What a man. She gives Howard a thumbs up. <laughs> he he doesn't even say anything. He turns around. He starts barking orders at people. <laughs> There's like a small diagram on this uh, this uh, ship that you've, you've uh, this piece of paper you've given. He's like, you to the mask, you to the crow's nest. Uh, <laughs> you go downstairs. It's dark. Uh, she says, I can cuckoo and summon some fire. 
Uh, there's some fire. Uh, I'll take another uh, perception check, please. Okay. 21. You see, scorched into the side of a barrel, a note that says, Chop Chop's working on something. It will be his downfall. F. Oh, good. I kick the barrel. <laughs> and I say, fucking Fang, get that fuck back here, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you kick the barrel, and uh, in doing so... <laughs> there's food in it. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was a powder keg, didn't you? I thought it was going to be you. No, I thought it was Fang. Oh, <laughs> that would have been funny. I did, for a moment consider making it a mimic anyway okay so i open it is like a bunch of watskina dried meat there's all kinds of well-preserved meat uh and this has been frozen the entire time so freeze-dried freeze-dried something about it still you're like you can look at it you're like this this will be fine this is food i eat a little to test it it's good it's really really tough but it's good so you can kind of choose on some watskina uh has a little sigh and uh, wants to check out, you know, see what other barrels are down here. Like, if there's any more food, if there's any, like, like dried fruit. Most of the barrels you do find quite a bit of dried fruit and food and stuff like that. Inside one of them, however, uh, there is a human body. And it is wearing some sort of, like, weird... It's very decorative. It's, it's, it's like armor, but, like, it's, it's very colorful. It's playful. And it's a body. It's a body. A very colorful, playful body. All right. She she looks at this. Co- is it stuffed into a barrel? Yeah. She sighs and puts her hand on its head and uses Reach Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> roll that Reach Beyond roll. <laughs> I got 26. Damn. I rolled a 19. This was a stowaway. <gasps> Bastard. <laughs> This was some sort of, like, person who made his way onto the ship with the intent to travel from, you know, obviously one place to another for free. And then some shit happened partway through. Is he dead? Oh, yeah. No free rides. No free rides. Yeah, all right. All right. She sighs and she's like, I'm going to go get Alexander. (laughs) She She goes up and she's like, Maris! What? I need the ring again. It's on this. It's on Claymore. Claymore? (laughs) Yes. I need the ring. I need Alexander. Why do you need Alexander? Don't ask questions. (laughs) Give me him. So he goes to take the ring off, and then his body starts to collapse in on itself. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. You know what? Come with me. And she she grabs his hand and pulls him downstairs. Okay. Don't hurt him. No, No, it's fine. I put the, look, the ring back on. I'm fine. It's just. We keep each other together now. Okay. Okay. All right. Maris, you can come too. Um, (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Brings him downstairs and shows them the corpse in a barrel. Ew, what the fuck? I thought we could put him in it. (laughs) Would it be better than bones? Well, but the bones are Alexander. Well, he doesn't need to eat like this. No, you... What are you you doing? What are all of you doing, huh? I, I don't know. I thought we could have Alexander and Claymore. We put Alexander in the flesh. No, no, no. Corpse. No, this is not. What else do we do with it? <laughs> she gestures at it wildly. That, that, they're wearing some magic shit. 
Ooh. Oh, you're saying loot them. Okay. I I mean, I thought if I was going to put- What the hell? You can tell he was an adventurer. <laughs> what the hell was we going to do with Listen, it? Listen, I thought if we put Alexander on it, he'd already be dressed, okay? Like, that's what that's where I was thinking. He'd already be dressed. We wouldn't have to see any, like, you know? How hot is the body? <laughs> oh, a one. This, this body's pretty fucked up. So, like, Aragorn? We can't put Alexander on this body. Look at, look at how ugly. Alexander deserves a hot bod. Okay, you know what? Listen, listen. Uh, if it's a choice between no body and having a body, I thought the consensus was having one was better. I guess it won't work. I'm going to take his stuff now. No, okay, no, hold on. It's okay. Alexander doesn't need this. I need this. I need my body. You know what? Monday, maybe I'll learn enough magic and I can give you flesh one day. Let's loot this. Ooh. Let's loot this man. Also, there's food down here. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, not that you need it. So she like she's like she like tries to get the corpse out of the barrel and then just like looks at it and then just gestures toward Maris because it's heavy and she's a small, tiny woman. That's fair. <laughs> so uh, as you take this body out, you realize that it's got a couple of things on it. It has like an instrument, a stringed instrument, maybe it's like a harp or something like that. Um, whatever it's wearing is is very pretty and. Um, it seems completely clean in spite of being, you know, down here and in this barrel for a long time. Uh, the body itself is, uh, like the food, freeze-dried. So is this, doesn't it get all puffy and weird when you get freeze-dried, though? Yeah, and w- the way that you, like, mm. take him out, he, he like, you, you grab him, and then he just sort of, like, comes out in, like, the shape that he's in. <laughs> it's like astronaut food. Yeah, he's like astronaut food, exactly. <laughs> but it's a man. But it's a man. Okay, but I have a question. Did the armor like did he did he puff up around the armor or did the armor change to his shape? No, the armor actually stayed the way it is because like I said before, this is definitely some kind of magic thing. Yeah. It's time to do an arcana check. Yeah. In which case I will roll a d20 and I will add 0. I was mostly asking if this was shape-shifting armor that I could give to our shape-shifting friend. I rolled a 14 <laughs> plus zero. A 14 plus zero. Okay. Uh, it's magic. I'll do one, too. I got a 13. Perfect. How much magic does Claymore know? Uh, Claymore doesn't do that shit. Oh. <laughs> I'm ca- casting a spell. Fuck this shit. I'm casting detect magic. <laughs> At least it'll tell me what kind of magic it is. I guess. Anyway, I ritually cast det- detect magic. <laughs> okay, so you sit down. You ritually cast detect magic. Uh, quest upstairs while they're downstairs casting detect magic. Uh, there are are tons of people around right now. Don't like it. Lots of people. Lots of people are injured. Lots of people are sick. And this is like ill, as in some of the ill were saved, um, but also some of the people who are here are seasick. A lot of them. So a big portion of the current population is just queasy well becoming rapidly dehydrated from vomiting gross throw them overboard <laughs> i don't have any method to desalination on hand do you have a tums <laughs> let me check do i have a tums in my spell component pouch dm <laughs> no unfortunately you don't have tums because those haven't been invented yet those won't be invented until uh next next campaign <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Okay, well, I don't have any specific ways to help here. Um, I'm mostly good at healing in a very physical wounds way. Is anybody physically wounded? Uh, yeah, there are quite a few people who are physically wounded. 
you can do some generic healing word or cure wounds or whatever you have uh or any other other ways you can also do uh medicine checks if you want true um all right so if anybody is like severely injured i'm gonna hit him with a healing word okay um a few people bounce back pretty well at that point how many healing words that cost me uh let's call it two two level one healing words Good, because as it turns out, that's the maximum I'm willing to spend on these people. <laughs> okay, so um, I cast Healing Word a couple of times, and then I am going to just use my like general medicine check, which I'm not particularly skilled at, but I'm willing to help. And what, what they're trying to do is this entire time, they're trying to be appear very helpful and like very whatever, you know? Like, just to leave a really good impression. So can I make a persuasion check while I'm doing this? Or a performance check? For sure. For sure. We'll call it performance. It's performative altruism. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Do I get advantage on this because of my actor feat? <laughs> oh, you're trying to be someone you're not, you bastard. Yes. Ha! All right, well, the first was a 19. Let's see if we can get an at 20. No. Oh, so you're already, like, fishing for, like, higher and better. Well, the second one was a six. So the, so the dice was also, like, yeah, that's a bit technical, bro. Chill out. Yeah. All right, relax, buddy. Uh, so the total was 27. Okay. For the performance. Oh, and then on the actually helping people check, I got a six. But you're doing, you're trying really hard. You are, you are doing your, you're trying your hardest. People are like, wow, look at this person. They're like going through so much and they're doing so much for us they're just they're they're trying their absolute best and it's so it's so good of them to even just 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 think about us in in this crazy time they don't even know us also i did use those magical spells although a lot of the people around you are using a lot more magical spells but like the way that you did it it was like this is all that i have here's my 1d4 yeah i'm doing my best people have turned around on you quite a bit in this moment they they're they're like they were probably scared they probably had a lot going on. They probably had something really messing with them. Maris and Sukunkana, you are below deck. Quest, you are above deck. As uh, everybody has been sort of figuring things out, Howard Dugans is efficiency boiled down into a human being. Within moments, it feels like the ship is ready to go. Does he shout for me? <laughs> uh, no, he runs downstairs. He says he sees you conducting a ritual and, you know, messing with his random dead body. <laughs> and he acknowledges it, but does not really address it. <laughs> Appreciate. He's like, okay. Uh, and he waits for you to finish your ritual. Okay, I finished my ritual. I finished my witch shit. Do I learn anything about this, about the stuff that this guy has? Uh, Yes. One of the things that you notice that this guy has is a a very, very cool... What's the word I'm looking for? A hat. Ring of spell storing? Shoes. A carabiner. Vest? A necklace. A headband. His loot seems to be something that has a degree of transmutation involved in it. And that it will take the shape of whatever it is that the performer or the wielder of it can use. Like uh, as an instrument? Is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking about his shirt? Yeah, we're talking about No, the fucking loot. loot. All of it? The instruments. 
Oh, I thought I thought it was L O O T, and I was like, uh huh. Oh, I also thought L O O T. I was like, so the money looks like Monopoly money. If you want, yeah, we're it to. looting this man. Okay, yeah. so his his harp, his lute. Okay, hold on, I gotta rewrite lute harp. But to you, it when you detect this magic, it looks like a lute because that is like what it feels like you would use. Okay, I pick it up and I'm like, neat. And his shirt is his shirt magic. Uh, his shirt is absolutely magic. What kind of magic? The armor speaks volumes in a incredibly both damning and supportive way. Like it talks? In its own way, yes. I touch it. So it builds it. you up and it also makes you, humbles you. I poke it. It builds you up, it humbles you. Yes, exactly. You poke it. This would not fit you, ever. <laughs> oh. I got cool armor anyway. But... You get the distinct impression that someone else would. All right, I, I take it off of the corpse. I don't know how I do it. I, and I also, I look at Howard. I'm like, Howard, just, I found this corpse. We're taking its stuff. You know how it is. Also, do you think that we should just throw it overboard? Or how do you think the least psychologically damaging way to get rid of this corpse is? Throw it overboard. We shouldn't. If we leave no. it, someone's going to try to eat it. You go upstairs. I'll deal with that. Okay. You know what? I'm just going to trust you. Let's go. Don't ask questions yes sir don't eat it i know it don't eat it and also there's food down here bonus yeah. okay wonderful i'm not going to eat it okay you can have a little snack though there's watson over there i'm gonna go upstairs <laughs> she, she so you leave him alone with this body and he, he stands over it looking <laughs> like looking down at it menacingly <laughs> so he kind of goes upstairs <laughs> He's going to eat that body. Uh, Maris, do you follow? Or are you also hungry? <laughs> I don't know. Sukugan <laughs> so is like, I got too many irons in this fire. I'm going to go. Maris, you're not going to want to see this. He is going to eat oh. it. <laughs> okay. Do I see the... Oh, I know you kicked the barrel over. I didn't kick it over. I just kicked it. <laughs> so you do see it, yeah. The message from Fang. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to give that to you. You do see the message from Fang. Perfect. The fuck? Oh, what's an F? All right. You asshole. <laughs> okay, bye, Howard. Let me let us know when you're done. Uh, he says nothing as you leave. Okay. It's so ominous. When you close the door, you hear. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, you you hear the sound of. Uh, Brittle skin crunching and snapping. Yeah, I thought it might be. Of this, yeah. like, now naked Gross. astronaut food textured man. Gross. So you run upstairs with the armor and the instrument. As you do so, off in the distance, amidst all the wonder that you can tell, this 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 ship has been set up. You know, you know exactly how the rest of this can work. Um, everybody has been given very distinct instructions you you go up to the to the wheel the helm of the ship staring out amidst all of these people who could not have been in more disarray if they tried to the right of you the whale people on top of the whale seem to be slowly making their way over to the ship as they can and far in the distance there seems to be some sort of large sort of brown and white floating object. And you can tell 
because you're a wayfarer. Your thing is direction. Your thing is distance. Your thing is location. That whatever this is, is coming from the direction of continuance. Okay, Sukunkana uh, lifts up her hand and says, Akishnuhus, and summons her star chart and sort of looks down over the crowd and says, Hey, we're going to go now because Harold, Harold, Howard's not here. You hear a resounding <laughs> response of, I, Captain. She, like, kind of like, 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 looks kind of pleased with the response. She's like, he Here, as the sail just whoosh up. Mm-hmm. You take off like a flash as soon as everybody has gotten onto the boat from the whale. The whale. But the people are on. The people boat. are on the boat. Okay. The Great. whale is next to you. It is joining you on this journey. Yay. It, it, it is the basis and starting point of your community. So it remains. So Sukunkana has her little crystal that makes her star chart appear on a necklace around her neck and she has it lifted up and it kind of acts as a compass right now as she steers the ship in the direction of the thing floating over in from the direction of continuance yes uh during this time um quest what are you doing at this stage am i aware of this thing coming in from continuance like are people widely noticing this and if not should i just do like a perception to see if i notice it people can see it and people are blindly trusting sukumkana they have a instilled confidence in her deserve it or not (laughs) (laughs) that was gonna be like my first question of what is this thing yeah sukumkana also wants to find out but uh, i I started the direction anyway (laughs) quest no offense, does not have such uh, complete, utter trust. They're going to bow out, which I imagine is going to be pretty easy because once they stopped using spells, they were mostly there for the charm factor. And they're going to go join up with Sukunkana and with Maris. As you do so, Sukunkana, are you, were you carrying the uh, stuff that you got off the body? Yeah, yeah. She's gonna she's gonna be like, hey, hey, I got you something. What is it? Uh before you can even hand it over, the armor reaches out with four tendrils <laughs> latching on to Quest's shoulders and hips and then Acrobatics check to th- no, acrobatics check to get the fuck out of this thing. Acrobatics check. Yeah, that would be an acrobatics check because it's like a grapple. Um, okay. Uh that is a twenty-three. <laughs> you managed to will your way away from it, but you can tell that it's crawling towards you rapidly. Maris, Maris, grab it. Maris, grab it. Maris, grab oh it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Grab it. Can I, with that acrobatics check, uh, huck it into the ocean? No, that would be a separate check. So you are acrobatically free, but if you wanted to huck it, you'd have to do an athletics check. No, um, if it is already away from me, then as Sukunkana is saying Maris, I'm going to get behind Maris and I'm going to say, <laughs> throw it into the ocean. Fuck this thing. <laughs> 
it is uh, doing its best to weave and dart around any any uh, attempt that Maris makes in it. So it's like left, right, left, right. Whack into the whack it into the ocean. Use your hammer. What is it bad? What is this? I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird, though. We're going to learn how to play golf. I heard rumors about it. <laughs> okay, I try to smack it down with my with my sword. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, not smack it off. Jack. I want to smack it down to see if I can, like, knock it yeah. out. Like, hold it still, at least. Yeah. What am I doing? Rolling for what? An att- attack roll. Oh. Yeah. You know, because you're attacking something. That is a... Ooh, that's a six plus eight. Fourteen. You miss, uh, but I get two attacks. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I mean, you get you get to attack. <laughs> you get to attack again. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that one is a. Ooh, that one's an eighteen. <laughs> oh wait, no, nineteen. Sorry, I can't fucking read. <laughs> that's that's alright. You sink your sword down. It hits it. It does not pierce into the ground. It does not pierce through this armor. It squirrels for. It squirbles for a minute. And then before you know it, it wraps around your sword and starts climbing up your sword, shaping oh, fuck. so that the inside of it is open. And as it does so, it tries to use your body to project itself onto Quest. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm going to need, it's going to do an athletics check to use your body as a launching platform. Oh my god, fuck this thing. Oh. I don't have any reactions. <laughs> and you can do a contested athletics or a uh, acrobatics check. Uh, either oh athletics I'll do contested athletics for sure because that's plus five what if I did a fourth level dispel magic <laughs> that, ooh. I'm not gonna do that but <laughs> that's 11 plus 5 is 16 it overcomes you <gasps> no I'm gonna use silvery barbs to give it disadvantage and myself an advantage on the next thing I do all right we set off on this really cool boat ride, and then like some fucking shenanigans are happening up by the mast, like by the helm, and we're all like freaking out, like there's some kind of fucking bug. I <laughs> <laughs> got the surf. Things remain the same as they did, but you have advantage on your next thing you do. All right. Well, that was my reaction. I'm going to, as it's coming for me, I'm going to make an attack roll against it, and. I am not trying to pin it down. I am trying to, I, I have my rapier and I'm trying to just like take it and then just whip it out into the ocean. All right. So considering the way that this thing is approaching you, you can do that attack and that action with disadvantage, but you have advantage so you can do it regular. Why do I have disadvantage? Because that's a really crazy and weird like motion to do. You're going to try to stab this thing that's trying to climb your sword, and then you're going to try to whip it so that it'll like zip off of your sword and into the ocean. I'm trying to whack it. Oh, you're trying. You're not trying to stab it. You're trying to like slap the side of it. I am. I'm. I, what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to get this thing from where it is right now into the ocean, and I'm trying to do it like this thing is. My thought is because it's a piece of clothing, right? Like, it's a very amorphous, like, blobby piece of clothing. But essentially, it's like, if if you had a stick and you were trying to move a towel that was just soaked in urine. But you know what I mean. I get what you mean. I present that I present that situation, and you know exactly how you All would right. treat it. That's what I want to do. Okay. I just want to whip it off of... Uh, All right. Then you, then you can roll as you would have with advantage. Yay. White and pink. Be nice to me. Uh, 21. The desperation that this thing is climbing your blade with is tantamount to 
maybe lust, maybe hunger, something truly devout and, and a little bit disturbing, but all, albeit kind of inviting and familiar. Okay, Brian, I'm going to be very straight with you. I know exactly what it is you're trying to do out of character. Mm-hmm. In character, Rasha has a nat one. She is barely keeping shit together mm-hmm. and something is trying to crawl onto her skin. I know. I understand that this is probably a good thing, mm-hmm. but Quest is like, no, this is absolutely not. No, like, I know. This I is, get, you've I'm... presented, good, you've presented this in the way that is most likely Quest is going to use all of their assets to make sure this thing does not touch their body, and there is nothing it could do. This is like some guy showing up in your bedroom there's nothing he can do or say, nothing he can be dressed at to be as charming as he wants. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> yeah. So when you say it's a little bit disturbing, but like kind of inviting, no, it's just scary. <laughs> it's just freaky. This is just a fucked up thing that Quest is dealing with mm-hmm. and they are trying to get it out of their life. So what does my 21 get me, Brian? Your 21 gets you to whip it not quite off the boat but just to the edge of the boat as it latches on the intense sense of desperation that it feels the moment that it takes before it starts trying to run at you again it pulls itself up off the ledge by its two shoulder tassels and there's a moment of conscious awareness I use that moment to cast Eldritch Blast at it (laughs) good call I was going to cast Shillelagh and try to smack it with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Attack rolls because I get two blasts at this level. Um, and they were both not great. Does 16 hit? Yes, 16 hits. Oh, well then both of them hit because they were both 8 plus 8, so 16. All right. As it does so, whatever damage you do, you do. Oh, you actually want the damage. I was hoping it would just fall off the ship. Well, you don't have like the invoking invocations or anything. Yeah. No, I don't have repelling blast or anything. Okay. So four damage total. Okay, so it takes the four damage. And then it sort of like slinks down behind the thing and like waves a little shoulder tassel above really gently. Like a like waving a flag of surrender. Oh. Hey, I'm sorry I brought this fucked up thing. It was on a corpse. I thought it was cool. Yeah, well, I guess I think I know what killed the person that was wearing it. I got this cool thing also from them. She <laughs> shows them the instrument. Uh, it doesn't seem as cursed if you want it. Uh, you know what? I'm actually okay. Okay. I- I'll have it. You can. I don't... <laughs> I'm going to go say hi to it. She looks over at the ocean to see if, how much progress she's made first. <laughs> uh, you have about, give or take, 15 minutes before you can start seeing, you know, whatever's on top of it. Sukin Kana is like, okay, I want to go I want to go talk to that thing, but also I want to look out into the ocean and see if she can do a perception check to see if there's, uh, you know, any people, if it's dangerous, if we need to change course. Yes, do a perception check. Of course, with advantage. Okay, I got a 1 and a 12, so that means that I got... A 19. 19. Uh, You can tell that there are people on top of whatever this thing is. Okay, great. She's going to keep going forward, and then she's going to go talk to the Mm -hmm. shirt. So you go over. Uh, Do you connect to it with your mind? Fucking sure. (laughs) Okay. You connect to the shirt with your mind, and the shirt says, 
Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, hey, what the fuck? <clears throat> Came out a little strong. Okay, look. Look, we're from the same place. Okay? I'm sorry. I got really freaked. I got really excited. A bit too. You got. You came on really strong. They have issues. I don't have a mouth. This. I couldn't. All right. Give me a second. I mind link, and I'm like, the shirt wants to apologize to you, Quest. <laughs> it like like. I now I'm just realizing like I basically have just like accidentally like made carpet from Aladdin. It's just like droops in and sad. Yeah, you have you have made mm-hmm. carpet from Aladdin. Yeah. I hope you're proud of yourself. So I I connect I connect to Quest, and I'm like, the shirt wants to apologize to you. The shirt is sentient? Yes. I don't... Okay, 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 all right, okay. Look, I, I just... I. There's so much I wanted to talk about. Um, I, we're, uh, you're not from here, and I'm not from here. We're both from the same place, and it's really exciting, because I Wait, you're sense... from the Feywild? Yeah, yeah, I... I wait, you didn't... A little bit of wood you... breaks off as they fire another Eldritch Blast. No, no. But it comically misses, and it's the... Hey, I'm standing here! No, I forgot... I just it, look. It's 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 there's it's a lot. Okay, like, look. I I you you can you change shape all the time, and I change shape. I change shape to match the people that I'm with. I change the shape to be with who they are, and and people like you who do to do magic the way that you do. I just we we just we're the same. We're the same. You and I are the same. And I I look. I I understand that I kind of came on a little strong, and it's kind of scary. But I just. I understand that your friend tried to kill me, and I understand that you tried to get rid of me. But like, I we t- together we may be able to get home. If if you want, I'm so sorry, but this has to be a private conversation, and I'm going to send a message to the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very strange sentence. That's a weird sentence. This is weird. This took a weird turn. <laughs> Sukakana is kind of like standing there awkwardly while this conversation is happening through the like like the the telephone that is her brain. Uh, Howard Dugan <laughs> Howard comes back upstairs and takes over the helm. She she gives a thumbs up to Howard, points at mm-hmm. like there's people, but there's people. Yeah, there. so I point my finger um at the shirt and I use message. It is just message, right? Yep, message. And I say, what do you know about white haired people? Well, some of them are from where we were from, but um, for the most part, you know, they're from everywhere. Most part, they're old people. Hulk <laughs> yeah. isn't interested in that. Your 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 friend there, she's one of them, right? Yeah. Okay. What do you know about shapeshifters? Then, what do you know about changelings? Oh, plenty. Well, I used to be one. You used to be one. Yeah, but I gave that up because I knew that I could be more like this. I could be better for other people like me. You could be a shirt. Yeah. I'm going to do an insight check because this sounds like a fucking lie. A fairy would lie about that. Yeah. No, I wanted to be a shirt. I didn't piss off the wrong fake horde. This is my decision. I, I enjoy being a shirt. Yeah, but I only got a 14. They genuinely wanted to be a shirt. That also, it does seem like a very fairy thing to do, on a side note. That's true. Both of them seem like very fairy things to do. Is that they, That's the problem with fairies. They just do shit. They just do shit for fun. Yeah. But like, I just, it's a little weird. That that other guy, that the guy down there, I've been sitting on his body for a long time. He kind of like us, but like not, not like really. I'm gonna say to the shirt. All right, so let's establish a couple ground rules. Okay, sounds like you might have some information that I'm curious about. So you can join along 
with us if you want, and I will consider maybe putting you on at some point. But if you ever try that shit again, where you go onto my body without me telling you to, I will, I'm not going to kill you. You need to understand this. I won't kill you. I will find a way to turn you into a big reusable ream of toilet paper. And you see that big golden babe over there? She has a high protein diet. A lot of fiber in this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So keep that in mind the next time you get clingy, okay? But aside from that, we can chill. Sound good? Understood. Okay. All right. I'm going to get back into Sukunkana's mind space or like talk out into the mind space. I don't think she ever let them out. So. <laughs> yeah. No. So I just go into the other discord room that I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Different VCs. Sukunkana's just like yeah. standing there awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, me and the shirt have reached an understanding. It like waves its, ta- its shoulder tassel. Okay. Do you want, do you want the instrument now? Do you want can I, I try to mind link to the instrument? I'm assuming it doesn't work. Nothing. You get nothing. Oh, yeah. This one's not sentient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to play lute. Uh, it, it's magic. When you look at it, it's not a lute. Oh. A triangle. No, it's not an instrument. It's kind of like one of those... It's It, it kind of looks something like one of those... like microphones that you can wear as like an earpiece or whatever that like comes like the britney spears ass microphone fuck yeah what does it look like when i look at it (laughs) just a drum like a single just one drum what is it some kind of broken tiara i don't fucking know (laughs) i found it on a corpse on a boat okay like why are you asking me what it is take it uh it technically this is a ship not a boat Alexander's right. You guys are really mean to me sometimes for no reason. I never really thought about it. Maris puts a hand on his shoulder. (laughs) It's mostly just me. I I shove it into Quest's hand. It's like, I have a a boat. To deal with. To deal with. (laughs) Ship happens. Fuck up. (laughs) They put it in their satchel and resolve to think about it later. As you put it in your hand, you do have... A pretty, pretty basic understanding of what this is and how this could possibly work. Oh well, in that case, um, I'm gonna turn it into a. I don't know how it's pronounced. Is it just vial? Veal. Uh, veal. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I'm turning it into a veal. Now I'm hungry. Thanks, Marilyn. Um, I turn it into a veal. Gross. <laughs> and I'm going to. Yeah, I'll I'll play something for the ship. And we get buck wild. I'm gonna need a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> This is cursed, isn't it? I hate you. Yeah, fuck this shit. Do bars have wisdom? Yep. I mean, I don't know, do they? <clears throat> you built them. Yeah, true enough. Okay, I didn't put it down, so I'm just going to say no. Uh, in which case, uh, 16. Okay, you're good. Yay. You sensed that there was some sort of intrusion on your mind, but at the... At, 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 I hug at, it into the ocean. <laughs> I don't know what you expect of me. Let him what if it was nice they're freaked out let me finish the sentence and then you can decide to huck it in the ocean or not okay go ahead you sense a bit of an intrusion on your mind but that was only because you have not spent time with it this was not a attempt to hurt like destroy you this was an attempt to protect you 
Okay, well, as soon as they felt the intrusion into their mind, they're already super jittery, so they would have reflexively tossed it into the ocean. So I'm going to make a wisdom check to see if they're able to catch themselves or if they make that realization as it is leaving their fingertips. I really like commend you for really committing to your character choices. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> and that was that was a five. So you just see them like whip it out and then you just see this look of like shock and then like loss and regret on their face. I'm just going to send you a DM real quick. Okay. To let me know what it is I just lost. Yeah. And if okay. you decide to share with everybody what it is, um, that's fun. But uh, you huck this thing into the ocean. Uh, you, you see it sail over the, uh, just over the top of the, uh, the shirt. And it sploosh into the water, into the depths it goes. Gone forever behind you, never to be seen again. Sugakana mentally is like, not my circus, not my monkeys. She doesn't even look. I could. I would have been able to use this to cast a number of spells at fifth level, or a number of spells, uh, including cure wounds at fifth level, which probably would have been useful. Probably. probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Well, gone now. Moving on. Yeah. After a little bit of time, you get quite close to the uh, the big floating thing and Sukunkana quest. If you're paying attention and not reeling from the decision you just made. You see, the two of you specifically, see that uh, what this is, is a giant, like, flotsam of some sort, completely made out of mushrooms. I start yelling, not you! I, I poke Howard. <laughs> elbow Howard. <laughs> you poke an elbow Howard. Um, uh, not you! <laughs> what does that mean? Thank you. It's friend. Okay, not you means friend. Okay. No, it's my friend. Oh. Not you is my friend. Okay. No, no it's like she's a friend of mine. <laughs> oh, not you is a person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on first? And then, uh, like a beacon, Maris. You see Jade standing on top of this stuff, just waving her arms as strong as she can. Huge, gigantic arms. Sorry, you said Jade earlier. Do you mean Jewel is standing there? Yes. Perfect. That's what I thought you meant. I was waiting for you to be like, Jewel, can I throw like fire into the air? Like as if like a signal? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like a, we see you. Um, and then um, behind her, you see Belfast. Fucking Fearbolg ass, big ass muscles. Oh yeah. Looking dope as shit. And holding in his gigantic arms, you see a very frail, small, and mushroom and spore covered Naku. That's where we're gonna end it. Cool. Alright, well, awesome. Damn. That was a lot less complaining than usual. <laughs> I was trying to be nicer to you. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 31 of Tales of Bone and Ice, starring Grimhilda as Sukunkana, Marilyn as Maris Terraset, Kander as Quest, and myself, Brian Sherwood, as the DM. Music and editing done by Chelsea Love, with additional editing done by Brian Sherwood. With this campaign coming to a close soon, we want to express our deepest gratitude to our listeners who share our show with people they think would like it, and to our dedicated patrons who go above and beyond what we could have possibly even considered. There's not much else to say besides thank you so, so much. See you soon, and remember, stay hydrated. Hey, you fucking cat. Hey, you cat, you fucking hey, you, you I'm trying to record fucking a fucking D&D cat. podcast over here, hey, fucking cat. No you think you're fucking, you fucking hungry? Cat. I tell you fucking hungry, hey, you fucking cat. They're not hey. hungry, they just want to go out. Hmm. I don't so. know where my little bastards are. Maybe I'm recording. And I don't trust that. <laughs>